Hygiene is super important in sex work, which is why we've partnered with Hero Soap Company, all natural soaps with no chemicals, dyes, fragrances, or parabens, which the FDA cites for being found in breast cancer biopsy and causes male reproductive problems. Hero Soap Company is veteran-owned and operated handmade in Arizona in the beautiful USA. Subscribe for a monthly delivery of soap straight to your door every month. And for every bar purchase in a subscription, we match and send the troops a peppermint cool soap to tingle their nuts for the first time during deployment. Use my code SIA at checkout for 10% off. Let freedom clean. Hey guys, welcome back to Strip by Sia, your show for sex workers, strippers, and all naked people. I'm your host, Sia Steph, or Steph Sia, I don't know if you want to see Sia Steph, it's my Instagram, but whatever. And we have a cool guest today, who's always been on my list to interview, actually, but we had a, a listener, <laughs> we had a listener be like, yo, we gotta interview her, so... Without further ado, we have Dora fucking Cole on the show. Yay! <laughs> Hi! <laughs> so excited, first of all, because you're Asian. Yes. Second of all, because you're Asian. No, just kidding. You're Asian Mexican. persuasion. <laughs> I know, there's like five of us in like the whole like circuit, so. Totally. It's so cool to have you on. Thank you so, like, Thank for you for having coming me. on. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I literally just met you five minutes ago, and we're all like, I we're going to go to Portland together. <laughs> literally, I love it. I love your energy. Thank you. Um, but I guess we'll get into it. Um, yeah. So we always begin an episode, like, who are you? What do you do? In your own words. <laughs> all right. So I'm Dora Cola, also known as, apparently, Dora fucking Cola. <laughs> or if you know me just at the club, I just go by Cola. I know, like, I have, a, guys are always like, is that your real name, Cola? That can't be your real name. And it's like, you know what? It actually is. Like, Dora is actually my real first name. Oh, no And Cola way. was given to me in, like, grade 10 as my last name. What? So, yeah, basically, oh, Cola my is my first name, Dora, translated in Hawaiian, Cola with a K, and I fell in love with it, and I was like, oh my god, this is going to be my name forever, and when I started stripping, they were like, you need a name, and they kind of just threw me into the fire, like, threw me right on stage, and so I was like, fuck, like, oh oh my god, (laughs) a stripper name? Yeah, like, I I need, like, ten years to think on this, so I just used cola, because I'm super creative, and um, yeah, and since then, I've just been using that. I love um, it. It has so, a good ring to it. Thank you. Thank you so like, much. I, like, I know door, everybody like, thinks that. And then I ended up adding the fucking in the middle of it. <laughs> and it just gives it more of a punch. And I'm like. edge to yeah. it. <laughs> so I am an entertainer, mm-hmm. exotic dancer in Vancouver. Yes. BBC, <laughs> beautiful British Columbia. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I dance exclusively on stage at number five Orange. Yes, which is kind of really famous. So, yeah. We're all famous. Yeah. It's super cool because we haven't had a lot of people from number five uh, be on the show. We've had a couple of people on the circuit. So Really? Yeah, we've been really okay. penthouse heavy here on the show because obviously it's my home club. But I want to branch out. So we got you to rep number five. Shout out. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, okay. Let's go back up, back up, back up. So like, obviously, yes, we know that you're an entertainer. But how did you like... How did you get there? Like, what's your education? What's your background? Your story? Yeah. Because I know as much about you as what's on your Instagram profile. 
So I have seen um, the beauty of being your own press agent these days. (laughs) Like you just put out whatever you want people to see, essentially. But I, I guess, like if anybody that's on my Instagram and has and follows me religiously, I do (laughs) kind of post no filter stories, and I just. (laughs) I really just fucking, like, press the post button, and, like, a lot of the times people are like, did you really just post that? And I'm like, yeah, because yeah. I don't really give a fuck. because <laughs> you shouldn't give a fuck. Exactly. <laughs> um, so what I've seen on your Instagram, uh, a couple, I guess, cliff notes here, BACIT Broadcasting Alumni, award-winning rock DJ, CEO, CEO of Six of Four Cartel, uh, Actress, there's so many things. So, like, what did you want to get into first? Um, <laughs> there's so many things. I guess, yeah, just I'll go right into the timeline of how, like, you know, uh, yeah, what I, where I've come from. Let's do it. Um, so right after high school, I went to broadcasting school because I knew that I wanted to get into broadcasting. Even then, like, growing up, I was always like knew I wanted to be in entertainment. I didn't really know how it was going to look like or what exactly I'd be doing. Thank you. And people always tell me, oh my God, you actually have a personality. And like, (laughs) it helps with the job I have now. But I really wanted VJs, like on Much Music. uh, Much Music? Yeah, Yeah, like MTV. That was really popular back in the day. And those guys were like, literally looked as celebrities. And I, Yeah. yeah, I wanted to be one of those people's but that's not really a thing anymore. <laughs> and so, yeah, I went to broadcasting school and um, I also grew up like loving radio. So my course was radio broadcasting and I've always wanted my own afternoon show, afternoon wow. drive. So you were super so, focused. Like, yeah, super focused. definitely. You exactly. Oh, wow. And I've always been that way. Like, you know, work hard, play hard. But I've always like I've always gotten what I wanted because I always just... I do it, it, you know? Yeah, I don't just say I'm going to do something. Like, I just go and get it, and I get really hungry, and then I get competitive, and then if I don't get it, I, like, really beat myself up, and then it's a shitty feeling, and then I remind myself that I don't ever want to feel that shitty feeling ever again. Totally. Um, so... Yeah. Drive. yeah, yeah, definitely. Sure. Oh, my God. So, um, so I went to radio focus. school. Yeah, yeah. and, um... I was like the first and youngest to co-op out of my program. What? How old are you? Um, I was turning like nineteen or twenty. That's it was incredible. like yeah, wow. and like I got a scholarship and award for being the most creative in my year and being wow. very well-rounded and having one of the highest GPAs in my class. Yes. So I took the. I was like a try-hard, like hardcore <laughs> nerd. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do it. Asian jeans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> literally, like so it's in our blood. <laughs> and so you had the choice of either co-oping out or interning. So I was like, being the hustler that I already was, you know, this is pre like stripper days. I was like, yo, I'm gonna fucking like make money. Like yeah. that's what's up. No brainer. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, the instructors there kind of just really drilled it into our brains that you had to start off at a small town which i'm just gonna say now if you decide to enroll in radio school ever the times are different now like you change yeah exactly like even now like you can create your own podcast and like sit down and like yeah exactly (laughs) and just it's all about branding yourself and like doing it yourself these days and so i obviously listened to them and i went to i started off as a radio a rock radio disc jockey 
at a rock station in a small town in Alberta. What? And oh my God. so, yeah, like I packed up my shit and I literally just drove across uh, the province. Yeah. Oh my provinces, god. Provinces, because it was the border of Saskatchewan and Alberta. Oh my god. What is over there? Like, it was scary. <laughs> like, people were not receptive of, like, me as I mean, a female yeah. and a person of color. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, because it's pretty white around there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it is straight up. Like, white out. Fucking white. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And, oh like, god. I had some, like, my only friends were, like, 45 year old woman oh you know God. like there were like three of them like three mothers that I, like, I became friends with but yeah I was like bullied a lot at my station people oh were really God. like sexist and racist and things. um oh yeah God. it was not fun so I lasted about like six months there not even that's still and a it was, long like, time to be it, in like it five really is it really is the experience was incredible in terms of like the work like I was like Every time, like, I started off my show and I showed up to work, you know, um, behind the soundboard, I knew I wanted to do this. Like, I was like, fuck yeah. Like, you know, just the thrill of, like, essentially producing, controlling, and having my own show. That was super cool. But, yeah, I remember um, moving back to Vancouver, coming back home, and one of the guys at the station hacked into my Twitter. And... No. um, He started a poll on my Twitter and the question was, guess which STD I have? And the options were gonorrhea, herpes, HIV, AIDS. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, so I called him wow. out. Like, I texted him. I'm like, yo, buddy, like, I know you did this. Like, yeah. Was there some kind of animosity there? Some kind of weird, like, um, work politic or something? Or was he just being a dick? He was just being a dick. A sexist yeah. dick. Yeah. Like, misogynistic. People were saying hey. it's because I didn't sleep with him. Oh, my God. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, exactly. But, like, it just kind of goes to show that that was the type of, you know, BS. personalities that I was surrounded by and, like, just the types of energies that, you know, and, like, that's kind of how people felt about me because I came from a big city and, like, I looked I looked the way I do yeah. and, like, they were kind of like, okay, yeah, like, whatever. Oh how did you survive that? Because six months is a long time to be in that kind of toxic kind of environment. Yeah, like how, I, how do you I don't. Survive? <laughs> I think just music, like for me, like I've my number one thing in life is music, and I've just always known that, like, I want to be involved with music totally. in some way or another. And with stripping now, like a huge part part of my job is music, and yeah. the reason why I have really fun shows and a lot of fun on stage, which which is what people tend to say I have a lot of energy on stage is because of the music. <laughs> yeah, and, music um, is a big I, part of it. I think that's just kind of what got me by. And during my, like, very depressing time in Alberta, I'm not talking shit about Alberta. There's some hot fucking guys there. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> a lot of rocker boys. Um, but, yeah, during that time, I was dis- discovering a lot of new artists, and I think that's just kind of what got me by. Oh, my God. Yeah, and so I moved back here. Um, I did not have a plan whatsoever. I didn't know how I was going to make money or survive. 
Um, and so I started just picking up really, really random jobs, like handing out flyers at a SkyTrain station and like um. really being a prostitute of corporations and like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was like, all right, this is fine for now. I mean, I was kind of modeling as well and like just being really comfortable with my own body. Yeah. And then one day I stumbled, I was just scrolling on Facebook and a gig popped up and it was to do this lingerie lunch. And all you had to do was like walk around, talk to men at a pub and wear lingerie. And I was like, I've never done anything like that before, but I'd always been so comfortable, like, you know, with my body and like being naked and, um, my uh being sexual Mm -hmm. so I was like all right I'm gonna do it and I was also slut shamed my entire life like in high school people really like yeah yeah, people cool yeah if you like really own who you are like in a place like high school where people are just people are insecure and Mm -hmm. trying to like fit in people don't like that shit no and they did not like that (laughs) but I already had my shit figured out and (laughs) I've always been me since day one and so I think that's kind of where that all like came from but yeah I picked up this random lingerie lunch gig and then eventually I was like oh my god that was amazing and then I started doing bachelor parties um yeah I met one one of the girls who kind of like hired me essentially brought me into like the whole scene like PR uh, PR yeah. exactly okay cool yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure so I actually met her through promo because she oh. was she's Asian too and she's like next yes. level fucking hustler like she <laughs> had like 10 different jobs she was doing promo she was like stripping privately oh and um which is I guess PR yeah and uh, just doing whatever it was to make coin and yeah good for her yeah she Amazing. was like yo we need more asian girls if you're down like <laughs> you'd be like a really good exotic mix into the mix because guys like that they yeah do. exactly they, they really do just so i to- totally took advantage of the fetishization fetishization yeah <laughs> and i was like sure and so i did pr for about a year and a half and then eventually PR got really slow one day and I had already you know I was only doing PR at this point and so I was like shit like I, I need something else yeah need so something more like consistent yeah, yeah exactly sure. and so this all just kind of happened I guess like it just happened you know when things happen they just <laughs> just came together and I yeah. don't know how to describe it but basically number five orange and I were kind of going back and forth on Instagram and being the hustler that I am I was like yo like if you ever need girls like let me know and I didn't even know what I was kidding myself into I was just kind of like being a cocky little ass and um, I just brought it up and he was like yeah like come in this Thursday at this time Oh and I was God. like, okay. And like, I had never even been to a strip club in my oh life. My like, God. yeah, I didn't know <laughs> how any of it worked. And so I showed up and I started right away that night. And then right away, um, my boss now asked me when I could start stage. Like, we want you on stage right away. Amazing. And I hadn't even, I had taken one pole class, like oh in goodness. like grade 12. So I was like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm fucking doing. Um, so he kind of just threw me into the fire and like, we talked about it like a couple months ago 
because we were messaging each other and he was like, oh my God, you're like, totally forgot. You, you basically just started a year ago. Like now you're super stripper. Oh my what God. That's amazing. Yeah. And, um, I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. You changed my <laughs> life. And he was like, oh, well, I just like believed in you and I saw something in you. So since then, um, I've been a regular stage girl there. That's and amazing. Yeah. That's um, so awesome. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. So, you go. Here's a job. Totally. And Is it terrifying um, though when you started, like oh my god, absolutely. Yeah, but Did like you? shout out to the shout out to Miranda Oceana and Grace Haynes, who yes. I'm still really good friends with to this day. Like shout out to those girls Amazing. because in my first week and those girls were in the lineup, they really helped me out and like I. I you know, like, I was like, oh, my God, like, I hope these girls aren't going to, like, laugh at me because I don't know <laughs> shit. I don't know what I'm doing. But they oh were God. so nice. So and, yeah, it was so much fun. Do you remember what you did during your first show? Like I just remember I was super or how fast. You felt? Yeah. Um I was super, yeah, I think everybody did. says that. And, like, <laughs> I, I don't remember at all. But I just remember getting off stage and some guy was at the bar and... I was so out of breath. Like, I had never experienced anything like what I did. And, um, like, the guy and I were just talking back and forth. And I was like, oh, like, yeah, that was my first stage show. And I just remember him saying, yeah, I could tell. Oh, my God. (laughs) Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Appreciate that. Yeah. So, I guess, yeah, fast forward now. Like, I just thought I was doing it at the time to make, you know, a couple more bucks because, like, PR was slow. I didn't think it would turn and transition into what it has become in my life today, you know? Like, it's a huge part of who I am. The girls I've met, we've all become this, like, incredible sisterhood. Like, strippers forever. Stripper sisters forever. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And uh, I just did not think my life would be like this. Like what, though? Like what? (sighs) Like, it's just become such a big part of my life. And I didn't even think I would ever be on stage at a strip club. And now it's like, that's really all I do. And that's, that's just like, everybody kind of knows me as, yeah, like, that's the stage girl from the five. Like, yeah. And <laughs> it's really cool. I just did not ever think that. Because you thought, like, you thought it was going to be like transitionary. Like, I'm going to find something else. Yeah, I just temporary. like needed a bit of more money and yeah exactly and just try and like figure it out because I ideally I do want to get back into you know like broadcasting entertainment music whatever that may be um wow but yeah and but there like music plays a huge part in stripping though too like I I wanted to talk to you also about like music and obviously like your love for rock music which is amazing (laughs) Also being an Asian liking rock music. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I know. Like, I have a portrait of Randy Rhodes, which is this tattoo here. And guys are always like, you're Asian and you like rock music. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. I will. You. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, yo, just because I look Asian doesn't, it doesn't mean shit. And like, it's so funny because like, growing up, I never saw in color. Like, I just thought... Like, it sounds so stupid, but, like, I didn't even know there were, like, different races and, like, (laughs) 
really like I, I knew you know there were like cultures and stuff but I didn't know like oh this person is an East Indian person like I, I didn't know that just because I thought everybody's human and that's like yeah to this day I that's still how people view, should see it yeah okay. exactly exactly so and especially with this job like your race really plays a huge part people constantly yeah. remind you hey you're Asian and it's like oh Right. It's a reminder. Yeah, totally. It's so crazy how yeah. your race can just be such a big part of what people seem to like to talk about and like cuz I never was like that. I never yeah. was like, "Oh my god, you're Asian. Like tell me everything and like this and that." And like, yeah. Did you ever experience any racism when you're dancing or I know you experienced it during your job in Alberta and stuff Yeah, too, oh my right? god. Dancing specifically, yes. That's just part of the business. Like I've had yeah. guys straight up tell me, like, "Sorry, we just uh, we just want white girls tonight." Like I yeah. I want to go up with like that girl. Yeah, because stripping and is predominantly white. Yeah, like totally. To say, it, just, it just is definitely you know? so like. You don't see a lot of people of color on stage. I mean, here in Vancouver, we're a little bit luckier because there is more diversity. But yeah. generally speaking, it's like 80% to 90% white. Yeah. So how has that like impacted your dancing and your stripping career here, man? Has it? <laughs> um, sorry, I burped. Can you repeat that? <laughs> Can I get that in? <laughs> oh, my God. Um. So, like, in terms of race, like, have you ever experienced racism in, uh, like, strip clubs or, like, you as a dancer or as an entertainer? I've never had somebody, like, come up to me, be like, I don't like you because you're Asian. <laughs> oh, my God. I, like, that would be the day where my fist goes across that person's face. Yeah, and, like, goodbye. <laughs> yeah, straight up. But um, I've had experience experiences but also I feel like some of it is in my head mm. like let's say I notice that let's say a couple has been sitting there watching all the stage shows all the girls all day and they've been tipping on the girls but when it came to me they didn't tip me yeah so yeah first thing that comes to my head is oh like is it because I'm Asian yeah like is that why Totally. And you know what? That could be it, but it also could be like a million other things. So, yeah. But that unfortunately is something that like comes up and it really sucks. Yeah. Because it's shitty. It's a shitty feeling. And we, we spoke about it on Naomi Vice's episode too, because like, you know, some clubs and like Northern BC or like, mm-hmm. you know, Alberta and stuff too, where it is predominantly white, like you might not be as successful in, right? Yeah. So. Absolutely. And I think that's like, the number one if not really the only reason why i have never worked at any other club other than number five orange interesting yeah and like all my friends are like you know they've worked everywhere they're all like have done the circuit and everything you know they do well in small towns but you know having lived in a small town because of radio it traumatizes me to think about oh like to go there and hustle like you know i just feel like if there's already ignorance in the city, in the big city that we live in, like, how is it going to be better in a very small town where there's no exposure, really, to... Other people of A color. lot of things, yeah. yeah absolutely. And a lot of things, for sure. That totally. Would be, like, probably amplified over there. Right? Yeah, like, so. it really tetrifies me and, like, scares me. Um, and also going back to, like, examples that any, like, racism I've faced on the job, um, there's this 
old white guy that comes in and he tips all the dancers but he never tips me what? or any colored girls oh is, fuck yeah <laughs> and um i didn't know at the time that he you know like only favors a certain kind of girl of a certain race mm-hmm. but i remember just uh because he always sits in my front row anyways and if you're gonna yeah. sit in my front row like come on that's the tipper's row right so i just remember like being a bit sassy that day, but I was also, like, being cute and fun about it. Like, yeah. hey, babe, like, you've never tipped my show before. <laughs> and he said, you have too too many tattoos, which a lot is of the still, girls. like, fucking rude. It like, go oh, fuck yourself, buddy. But <laughs> I noticed that he was still tipping, like, a very, very tattooed Caucasian dancer. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so I think there's... Definitely racism. For sure. Yeah, it might yeah. not be in your face, like, you know. But those subtle kind of mood, like, those subtle, I guess, totally. gestures. Yeah. Th- Absolutely. Speak for itself, right? And it's so crazy, because I, re- I feel like it's only within, like, the last couple years that, like, even Hollywood has been like, oh, Asians in film and movies? It works? All right, let's right? cast more Asians. We it's exist? Like, what? Oh, wow, like, it only took fucking forever. Yeah. Like, it only took on. crazy rich Asians for them to be like, hey, like, yeah. Asians are human beings, too. I know. Wow. Like, don't even like, get me started on that topic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. Frustrating. But let's go back to um, music, because I want to hear yeah. your passion for music and, <laughs> and rock music specifically, and... You know, because you dance at number five, which is primarily hip hop and rap and stuff too. Like, do you dance rock music there? I don't even I think do. you're allowed to. <laughs> oh, I know. I need yeah. to see one of your shows. Like, I need to come. Oh see my it. god, yes, that'd be so fun. <laughs> Super like, fun. obviously on like a Friday night, Saturday night, like I got my like rap songs. Like, I really, really love Da Baby. And, oh like, yeah. So yeah, he puts out killer so shit. Many and like, good songs right now. yeah, and like Nicki Minaj has always been my idol. Like yes. Cardi B as well. I was yes. there for Halloween. Nice. And just because, uh, her outfit in motorsport, and oh I love god. Migos. Like, I love yeah. a lot of current rap, and like with my job, it's really forced me to like kind of get out of my comfort zone and like you know find new music new music that I like right and can tolerate (laughs) I like fuck with um but that's super cool because like music is music and I love that I love that like I have the ability to do that and um I really feel like being a stripper like we're the ultimate A&Rs like we're the ones that say hey like this piece of music rocks like it really works or like hey shit like it's not gonna work um (laughs) totally yeah like having worked at a world-class rock station and just loving music especially rock and metal my whole life it's really shaped me as a dancer in my everyday life yeah like there's nothing like blasting up rammstein while you're driving in traffic, weaving through traffic, trying to get errands done. Like, it's just, like, fucking great. So intense. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> is it more like the lyrics? Is it more the sounds that you like? What are you attracted to for those, ty- like, rock in general as a music genre? Honestly, all of it. Like, I love, like, visually, I fucking love it. Like, the fringe <laughs> leather jackets yes. and, like, boys with their long hair, like, fingering that guitar like I see you. <laughs> Um, that and like yeah just how like it just really like 
gives you so much adrenaline and energy and it just yeah totally and it just puts you in such a mood and the thing is with rock and metal like that those scenes it's all about acceptance you know Mm -hmm. like I am a concert whore and I live (laughs) for concerts and like experiences and you know it doesn't matter how you look like who you are like music is music and like we all have fun yeah and um it's dope like seeing guys like beat each other up at like in the mosh pits but then after they high five each other yeah that's exactly (laughs) what it should be that's awesome yeah do you have any shows that are upcoming that you want to see or going to see um yes we just bought tickets to see Rammstein in Montreal so we're gonna fly there to do that (laughs) Montreal's got a great stripper scene yes I'm super excited and then we're gonna see the big one with Motley Crue Def Leppard classic rock Poison John jet yeah it's gonna be a banger and that's gonna be in seattle and i love traveling for concerts too because it's like you get a trip and you get to see music and that's like crazy see where it's once down yeah (laughs) totally i love like just going to shows in general like even if i don't like uh, don't know the bands it's just Um, like exposure to new things as you said and just like kind of like opening and broadening broadening your mind in that sense too for sure totally oh my gosh (laughs) so going back to like strip club music and like that what role that plays I guess, yeah, you have your rock sets. You have your hip-hop sets, too. How does that change your performance? I mean, it's different movements, too, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it also depends on the type of crowd that's totally. in there. Like, you know, if it's... If I'm noticing, you know, certain type, Like, a younger crowd, maybe. Then it can alter my entire set that I was going to do. Right. Yeah, yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah, it just depends, like, who's in there and stuff. Because, like, whenever I was dancing... Oh, I haven't danced in so long now. <laughs> but if it's, like, a chill, like, crowd and it's not a lot of people, I'll do something slower. And then, like, if it's Friday, Saturday night, then I'll do, like, a rock set. I'll do a hip-hop set. I'll do, like, once for the weekend or whatever. Mm-hmm. It just depends. You have to, yeah. Like, you, you feed off that energy. Totally. Right? And I think when you dance to, some like, a piece of music that really is authentic to you and you are super authentic to it then someone that you know let's say fucking hates rock honestly would could have the best time of their life because you're owning it and you're so confident and you're having so much fun and you stand by what you're presenting on stage and i just love that feeling yeah yeah you want to be able to resonate with that too right totally like you know on a friday i've danced I've danced to lots of rock and metal on a really busy Friday night at the club. Oh my god, I cannot even see that. <laughs> I, I know. cannot picture that at all. But it really works because I'm up there being a fucking rock star, <laughs> just having so much fun, and people love that, and they're That's like, awesome. oh shit, alright. Like, and it's good to kind of break it up too, you know, because it is definitely. A, it's primarily a big hip-hop club at number, uh, number five, right? Yeah. So it's good to be like, oh my gosh, what's this other type of sound? yeah and a different kind of act that goes with it totally so it's good to kind of break that and like apparently like the the og bands like metallica and like bon jovi bon jovi slippery when wet was based on number five orange like all those bands when they would come through vancouver would hang out at number five orange like in like the late 80s like 90s that was the spot and it's like fuck like if only i was a stripper in that time (laughs) right like (laughs) even 
Courtney Love danced at the Five. Like she did a Sunday there. What? Like, back no in the way. day. Shit. Yeah, totally. So much so, history at number five. Definitely, yeah. So I all that stuff was like like rock, metal, that's all like OG stripper music. Totally. And now it is what it is and it's all good. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's just how it is. <laughs> <laughs> What's currently in your playlist now that um, you're kind of dancing to? Ooh, I've been dancing to a lot of Rammstein. Right. Um, because when I get excited about let's say like a show pops up and I'm just kind of on that high like yeah. when I saw Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson oh my last, god, yes, summer, last summer oh my god it was amazing so literally cool. moshed in a Chanel bag <laughs> heels and we wore latex nun dresses oh my god yeah it was intense and we were at the very front but it was like the best concert of my life and it really wow. changed me so after that, I was da- dancing to lots of Rob Zombie, like just everything on the catalog. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. So I guess so, it depends, almost like seasonal, like to be like, okay, who's coming? What totally. am I listening to? What am I jamming to? And then making Definitely. like. Definitely, yeah. So I'm always, always on the hunt for like new music. And so that's oh just God. me trying to live out like my. My secret alter ego A and R job that I don't really have, but I'll just pretend I do. <laughs> yeah. What about you. on the hip hop side though? What are you listening to now? Or uh, dancing to now? Yeah. So a lot of Da Baby, yeah, Migos, and yeah, those are definitely my dudes. <laughs> yeah, those are my favorites. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it definitely sounds like music has played like a huge, huge, huge part in life. Not just because of work and stuff, but like it just sounds like you're super passionate about it, like since day one, like since you were born. Mm-hmm. It, it really, really shows. That's super cool. Thank you. Yeah. It's yeah. really cool to just kind of see your journey, like the way that's taken you through your jobs. And then, of course, like now with stripping and this next part of your like life and career. And then, of course, you said you mentioned you want to try to get back into it. Yeah. yeah. What are your plans for that? You're not sure yet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I really, really want to make 2020 my bitch. Like, I want to do something crazy this year. <laughs> and you know what? Like, I'm not even going to say I want to. It you will. will. Happen. Yeah, I there you will. Go. <laughs> yeah. Set so, that intention, right? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So I'm, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to have to check back do with you later it. in the year to be like, what kind of crazy shit have you been up to? <laughs> oh my god, I would love that. <laughs> yes! But in the meantime, I guess, well, why don't we go into some Q&A, because we got some great questions here from the audience. People actually sent in questions. People sent in questions. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> you got crazy! <laughs> so guys, question number one, um, how do you hustle so damn good? Any self-motivational tips? Oh my god, that's so nice. Coming from a, a fellow dancer. Ew. <laughs> Damn. Oh my god. That's such a nice compliment. Like when people recognize something, a quality of yours yeah. like that, it's like, oh my god, that's so Thank nice. <laughs> it's a compliment, um, for sure. I really think part of it has to do with like the Asian in my blood like my (laughs) parents always put me through so many fucking different extracurricular activities just you know how asian parents are like fucking like do it like go hard like never half-ass anything and that's just always been my motto like work hard play hard and (laughs) if you truly believe in your work and what you're doing and what you're investing your time in then fucking go all out because like what's the point of doing something just 10 percent like you might as well just not do that because you're obviously not meant to do that. Um, but yeah, and there's also like this cliche quote that if you 
uh, get a job you love, you'll never have to work a day in your life. Yeah. I totally believe in that, though, too. Right? So true. Exactly. But I've just always been super goal-oriented and just very, very hungry. Mm-hmm. I've always had a huge lust for life, and I've just always been competitive not with others but like just with myself like and just I've always been really I hate the feeling of time's running out like I've always been like oh my god oh my god I'm not doing enough like even when I take one night off like in the two weeks I've had dancing back to back long crazy hours like I'll be like oh my god I'm not doing enough (laughs) I'm not doing anything so my brain's always very like go 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 yeah and um the, like, the worst feeling. There's nothing worse than feeling defeated and, like, feeling like you just wasted time. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to live my life with any regrets, so... No regrets, y'all. Yeah, so if I'm going to hustle, I'm going to hustle. And, like, yeah. I'm going to fucking get every wallet out of out of everybody <laughs> in this club and I'm going to fucking... <laughs> cha-ching... Take it all. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Great advice, though. I think. Thank like, you. Yeah, just like having think, a vision, having those goals and stuff, and it's of course having totally. that drive and that motivation. Yeah, definitely drive. Having like a strong drive, like having strong work ethic ethics is one thing, and it helps when you don't hate your job and all these yeah. other factors. But having that drive is like a huge thing. And also kind of like, you know, setting little realistic goals, like the, the light at the end of the tunnel, like how you want to see yourself in, let's say, even like six months or two years. Like just yeah. always knowing that like, you know, there's there's going to be something crazier next and like this totally. is all going to, you know, build your way towards that and it's all going to help and it's all going to be beneficial and That's it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, for yes. sure. about this i'm not sure if you want to talk about this but okay how's the escort agency gig treating you oh yeah so i am not an escort that's what i thought okay yeah uh this guy must be mistaken (laughs) well i do i do get a few dms when i check my dms yeah that's a whole different world (laughs) um yeah i'm gonna say it right now for the record (laughs) I'm not an escort. I have many amazing escort friends that are amazing at what they do. Yes. But it's not for me. It's not in my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. It's not something I could handle mentally just because I, even dancing alone in general, mentally just exhausts the shit out of me. Like, I could not tiring. handle anything more than that. So, yeah. I'm sorry uh, to burst your bubble, listener. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But do hit up Karina Riviera and Serena because yeah. they are some escorts that have been on the show. So do it. hit them up. Yeah. Um, is Dora going to steal Panther next week? Oh my god, that's next week. Is that next? Is that a band? Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> what is that? Um. Yeah. So they're like this amazing. They're kind of like a parody comedic group, but they're also like an amazing hair metal band hair metal like long hair kind of yeah thing. <laughs> and they're all like glam metal sorry oh, i should say yeah so cool. they're super cool guys and two years in a row okay so they have a song called asian hooker <laughs> and it's so fucking funny like it's like asian hooker hot little motherfucker 
and like honestly it's a really solid song like it's one of their like singles and they always pull an Asian girl out of the crowd for that song so two years in a row like I've gotten pulled up and I do like something on stage with them and like we'll like all get like there's like video there's like like naked videos of me floating around of me at their show because like things get fucking wild (laughs) and so I don't I I, I, maybe I don't have plans yet but I you might see me on stage for Asian Hugger (laughs) I guess by the time this airs um I guess you you may or may not have been the show thought to get true (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) um did any of the knowledge learned in broadcasting school help you as a stripper Oh my god, absolutely. Like, I basically have a degree in communications. Like, I went to school to learn how to talk to people, how to uh, get answers out from people. (laughs) (laughs) That's a skill. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, exactly. So I've applied, honestly, like every single thing I've learned in broadcasting school into my job today. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, and even whether it's, like, music or just, like, communicating with people in general. hmm Definitely helps. <laughs> it has helped. Yeah. So the answer is yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I guess we kind of already answered this. Do you do in-calls? Guys, the answer is no, she's not an escort. It's crazy how, like... Dude, if I fucking was, like, all right, like... <laughs> but it's crazy, like, how many DMs I get... And I don't know if it's because, like, they just assume because I'm a stripper. Yeah, there is like, always a lot of that assumption. Like, oh, yeah. she's a stripper, so she's, like... She must fuck for money. Yeah, totally. absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Obviously, duh. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, like, no. <laughs> uh, no. And I posted on my story, like, hey, like, just to clarify things, like, I don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> That you you ain't but, about that life, <laughs> but other people are, and that's cool. Again, hit up those other people on my show. <laughs> um, did you uh, did you did your plastic surgery enhance your career as a stripper? Did you do it because of stripping? Ooh, that's an amazing two parter. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Del question there. Yeah, <laughs> you go, whoever. Coming from a female. Oh, you yeah. go, girl. Hell yeah, <laughs> asking all the right questions. Um. So, ever since I was, like, literally four, I knew (laughs) I wanted big fucking fake titties. Like, I've always loved the fake bimbo look. I've always loved, like, body modifications. I've always loved... I'm very, very pro-plastic. Very plastic positive. I love plastic. Um, Because... Life in, life in plastic is fantastic. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, I did not get it for stripping because I, you know, just always knew. And, like, like, my type of, like, woman, like, is, like, you know, like, the blonde fake titties. <laughs> like, very tanned out. So, I've always like been obsessed with that look ever since I was like I would say out of the womb <laughs> um and what was the first part of the question um did your plastic surgery enhance your career as a stripper oh so I was stripping for the first year and a half like all yeah so I when I was doing PR I didn't have tits and then my first like I guess like five months on stage maybe a little less than that. I didn't have tits either. 
And honestly, I have made pretty much like the same, I would yeah. say. Like, because there's always guys that like, like, whatever it is that you look yeah, like whatever like your body some... type is exactly no, like, like it doesn't mean an answer no that. exactly like it doesn't mean you're gonna make more money it doesn't mean you're gonna make less money it's just like you know and also money moves there's enough money for everybody in the club like totally yeah i think um, it just depends on your performance your energy how you connect with the audience i think that's more totally. important than like how big your tits are definitely yeah, yeah. and like i could like, I understand, you know, because when I, like, you know, didn't have my enhancements, uh, I, you know, those were questions that I would think about as well, which is, you know, like, good to think about. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you know, it's not like it, it let me stop me from, like, being the bad bitch I was on stage <laughs> or at the strip club or at the PR party, whatever it was. Like, I was still me and just, like, owning that and, like, having so much fun and, like... And, like, you won't believe how many men would say, like, don't never get your tits done. I love natural boobies. And it's like, well, like, (laughs) your opinion is invalid, first of all. Yeah. But, yeah, like, it totally does not make you, like, a better stripper or, like, any less of a stripper. Yeah, for sure. It's not, doesn't define you at all. Yeah. So. Absolutely. So I think that's a common misconception, too, because I I have had questions with past guests as well that people have posed that similar kind of question to be like should I get tits should I not get tits is it going to help my VIP game like is it going to make me more money and it's, there's no right or wrong answer for that but like yeah exactly just, I think like, it just depends on how you hustle totally right? exactly so. and it really depends on yourself as a person like your personality and that's just something I've always had. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So, yeah. You guys so. haven't like heard already. Oh God! <laughs> if, you're, personality. if you guys are still listening, if you guys <laughs> have still held it in till now, <laughs> if you weren't sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I guess um, the last question is kind of similar to that too. But yeah, do patrons really prefer girls with bigger breasts? No. No. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I've been turned down because, like, oh, that guy doesn't like boobs or, like, like enhanced boobs or, like, whatever it is. Yeah. You know? Just, like, how, like, even your hair color could determine why someone might not like you. Yeah. There's always preference, you know? Like, he could be a peach and not everyone's going to like peaches. Yeah. that saying is, you know? Totally. So that's a... Uh, it's a thing. So the answer is no. <laughs> yeah. There's a type for everyone, guys. There's a type for everyone. <laughs> exactly. Like, don't let that stop you from, like, doing you or, like, owning your confidence and, like, owning who you are, going on stage, whatever it is. Like, don't ever let shit like that stop you from doing what you want to do because you're amazing and you're beautiful. I love yes. this. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, um... Where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at Doricola. Um, 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 yeah, I'm a bit of a controversial little <laughs> bad bitch on there. And obviously, yes, you can find me exclusively at Number Five Orange. Yes. Oh, I'm there quite a bit. You'll probably find me on stage dancing to some like. Rob Zombie or like <laughs> <Yay>. Metallica. <laughs> um, any OnlyFans, Patreon that you want to No, I don't have any of that. I know, I no, totally really? should get on that. 
You should definitely get on that. I thought for sure you'd be on that shit. The only nudes I've ever, like, sent are to, like, cute rocker boys and, like, (laughs) just, you know, my, like, good girlfriends. (laughs) And that's it. Like, I've never... Yeah. You don't have to have nudes on there, though. Really? Okay. I post very, very minimal nudes on mine. And mine are more artistic. Oh, okay. You can think on that shit, girl. All right. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds sounds good. I'm going to have to look into that. I know you're hustlers. I feel like you would, like, dress that shit to the ground. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and it's also boat season coming up, golf tournament season, bachelor season, wedding season. Whatever it is, season birthdays, like hit me up if you want hot fucking strippers <laughs> yes. sent to your event. Hit me up. You I'm go, your guys. girl. We she do um, some crazy girl. shows and uh, provide entertainment. <laughs> and apparently, we're a lot of fun. You won't be disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I guess with that, guys, that wraps up another episode of Strip by Sia. Thanks so much for listening. Strip by Sia on Instagram. Sia stuff is my personal. If you want to send me some messages, you want to send out more guests like Dora Cola, um, just send it to me. Send me a DM. And we'll catch you guys in for another episode next week. Thanks for coming on the show, Dora Cola. Yes! <laughs> Yay! Thanks, Thanks babe. so much. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>